Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path, of his Guru Maharaji, and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtanmala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the work of the foundation, please visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. So practice, you got to do practice, I'm sorry, you just have to. With our eyes open and our hearts open. But through a practice, you're, you're, you get used to coming back from being gone. It's more like an ability to let go. So the poem I was looking for was by Rumi, a Sufi poet, great poet, one of the great beings. It's called Love Dogs. And uh, I'm going to ruin it, but I'll do the best I can. So it starts off, uh, one night a man was praying, Allah, Allah. And his lips grew sweet with the chanting. And then a, a cynic walked by and said, why are you calling out? You never get an answer. And the man was struck by that and he thought, he's right. So he stopped praying. And that night he had a dream in which the guide of souls came to him and said, why did you stop praying? Because I never got an answer. He said, the calling out is the answer. He said, you hear that moan of a dog crying for its master? That's the connection. So the idea is probably that we're already being called from within to move more deeply into our own true nature, the love that lives within us as who we really are. And when we respond, either through a spiritual practice or through caring for others or kindness to others, or doing good in the world, we're actually answering the call. isn't something that comes from the outside. We're not being, there's no manipulation in love. And love is what lives within us. So the whole path is to learn to pay attention to our inner hearts. And to do that, we have to learn to trust ourselves and listen to ourselves and honor our own truth, our own feelings, whatever they are. You can't pretend to be who you're, who you're not. It won't work. So 
really one of the things that spiritual practice does, it gives us the strength to uh, little by little overcome the uh, programs that are running within us that tell us we're not enough, that tell us we're not worthy of love, that tell us that we can't love, that things are not all right and will never be all right. And those programs run all the time. So practice takes some of the energy away from those programs, little by little. If it happens too fast, they put you away. I said, right. All right, anybody have anything to say? Raise your hand or you'll be punished. You're going to make me talk more? Yesterday we were talking about gurus, and sometimes I can get a little bit uh, cranky. Everybody, okay, just a second. Everybody thinks I got started already. Can't stop me. What's that? Oh, you have it. I, I ruined it already. Thank you. That's very good. Uh, hello, Krishna Das. Wait, wait, wait. I'm in the middle of something here. I don't, I'm, I'm in a program. Don't, wreck, don't kill it. So, um, yeah, I get cranky about it because. I guess I have issues myself with the physical guru and the inner guru. Because when I was with Maharaji physically, that was it for me. I didn't want to be anywhere else ever. That was home. I got home somehow. I tripped and fell and I was home. But there was still all this stuff inside of me uncooked seeds, so to speak, uncooked desires, desires that were calling out to be fulfilled and to live through. So after two and a half years in India with him, and he kept me there, he, he made it, he actually kept me there. One time I was at Dada's house in Allahabad, one of Maharaji's great old devotees, and um, <clears throat> my visa I had a tourist visa, and I had gotten one extension, so I had been there about six months. And um, well, maybe I got it wrong, but anyway, I had to go and uh, do get another visa, extend my visa, so I could stay. But I knew that if I went back to this place, they would probably send me back to America. But I had to go, I had no choice. Now, Ramdas and the other Westerners, <clears throat> most of the other Westerners, they had got their first extension in New Delhi. So in order to get another extension, they had to go back there. And they heard that there was this government uh, immigration agent that they could pay, they could bribe to extend their visas. 
So one morning, they just all left. They went to, they didn't even say goodbye to Maharaji. They just all left. They figured to be back the next day or in a couple of days. So the day after they left, I came at night with my, all my stuff because I was going to have to go to Bodh Gaya, to Gaya, which is where I got my first extension. So when I saw Dada, I said, you know, Dada, I'm leaving on the night train tonight to go to Gaya to get my extension. But I'm not going without Darshan, without seeing Maharaji. He said, okay, okay. So later on, Maharaji calls me in and, I, and he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to Gaya to get my extension. He said, so go. And I said, well, I'll go, but you know, they'll probably send me back to America. So go. Okay, I know you're everywhere. Get out of here. Go. So I was on the porch waiting for the right time to leave for the train. And Dada comes out and said, Maharaji's calling you. So I went inside and he said, he told me that the next day he was going to send me to this other town where his devotee was the chief of police and he was going to stamp my passport and give me an extension for a year. So that's what happened. Then all those people who went to Delhi, when they got there, that, that agent, that guy, that immigration agent had but, gotten busted for taking bribes. <laughs> so they all got sent home. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, you're out of here. And they never got to come back to Allahabad to, say, to even see Maharaji. And when Maharaji heard about this, he just went on and on. Oh, he said, oh, those people tried to go to the highest place, the highest place, but look at... Krishna is so humble, he just tried to do the lowest, simplest thing, and he's the one who got to stay. You know, it was bullshit, because, <laughs> and he knew it, I knew it, everybody knew it. I had to go to Guy. I couldn't go to Delhi, otherwise I would have gone, just like everybody else. Oh, he's so, he's so humble. Oh, yeah, right. But the point is, he kept me there. And then he kept me there for another year after that as well, so it was a two and a half years. So just towards the end of the two and a half years, uh, I was with him one day, <clears throat> and he looked at me and he said, go to America when your visa's up, which was in a month or two. Go to America. I said, but I'm just learning Hindi. Too bad, you go. And then he said, you have attachment there. I didn't know what he was talking about. When I left America, I was never going back. I gave my genes away. I sold my, rec my records, records, you don't remember records, but some of us do. And I, I sold my guitar, I sold my car, I got every dollar I could get together, and I left, and I was never going back. And now all of a sudden he says, I have attachment there? What attachment? Well, I'll tell you. Everything that happened to me from the moment I came back to America until this moment was exactly what he was talking about. There was so much stuff inside. So much stuff that just needed to come out. And it wasn't going to work for me to stay in India. First of all, I was really sick and I wouldn't have lasted very long anyway. So the stuff that's inside has to come out. The question is how do we deal with it as it arises? Does it completely grab us and knock us out, knock us down and screw us up for a long time? Or do we have a better way, a better option to deal with it?
And this is what practice does. We're training ourselves to release whatever it is that is pushing us around. And it's not easy to see what it is because it's being, we're being pushed from behind. It's the shadows in our hearts, the dark corners in our hearts that push us around. So it's not easy to see the programs. That's why when we sit down to practice, we just keep letting go of anything that pulls us out of that moment of what we're trying to do. And we come back. When we're chanting, it's one of those moments of practice. We're repeating the names, and then we notice we're not paying attention, and we haven't been. So that we're back. Then we go back to the name again, and then we're gone again. Then we see that we're gone, we come back. Over and over and over. And this is training our minds to release those obsessive, limiting thoughts and feelings. And that movement of, rele of releasing is something that functions all day long. We're just increasing it. We're just building it up and, and getting, making it more deep in those moments of practice. And then through the day, through the rest of our days, things will happen, but we, are, we get more used to not being stuck. For most of, most of us, we are, we, are, we are who we think we are. And we're thinking all the time. Thoughts are coming all the time, and we get no vote as to how we meet those thoughts. We're gone. But as we learn to sit more deeply in ourselves, we begin to get a little bit of a vote of how, how we interact with the, those moments when something strong comes along, some thought or some emotion. Like somebody you know all of a sudden like starts to be weird towards you, right? And you start, you develop a whole storyline in your head. Why is, why, is, why is that person like that? What did I do to them? I never did anything to them. Son of, you know, you get this whole thing going on. And then you're totally into it, and all of a sudden you think, well, there must be something wrong. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he's not feeling good. And then your program, your story starts to lighten up a little bit, and you become aware of what really might be going on out there. You kind of talk yourself down from being totally stuck in your version of what's going on. And the point of all this is to uncover the love that we're all seeking. It's not to be a great yogi. It's not to, you know, shine and have everybody say, oh, he's a great yogi, wow, this guy's really fantastic. It's not anything like that. It's simply to find out and uncover what's already inside of us. These practices help that, help that evolution speed it along. It's a ripening process. Every time we come back from dreamland, 
we've moved ourselves a, a little closer to the sunlight of love where our hearts are ripened. Every time, every single time. Sri Ramakrishna, who is a really great saint in the 1800s, he once described how this practice of the repetition of the name works. He said that every repetition of the name carries shakti, carries power. Just like a seed, a tiny little seed might have a whole tree within it, a huge tree. So does every repetition of the name carry the essence of true reality of love. And he said every repetition carries this power and the seeds of the name are thrown up like this and they're carried by the wind and they land on the, on the roof of an old house in the jungle. And in those days the roofs might have been made from clay tiles but the tiles weren't very hard. So those seeds of the repetition of the name that we do are caught between those tiles on that roof. And as time and seasons come and go and wind and rain and sun and everything, those tiles eventually begin to break down and soften. And then the seeds of the repetition of the name start to grow and the roots grow and grow. And they destroy the tiles, they destroy the roof, and they keep growing and they destroy the house, the walls of the house. Ramakrishna says that house is who we think we are. Me, me is destroyed by the repetition of the name. And what is me? Me is this separate little feeling of meanness, which is different from everybody else's feeling of meanness. It's my house. You have your house. You have your house. And that separation, we are locked behind the walls of our house, of our me-ness, of our ego sense of separateness. And the reality is that that separateness is temporary. It is not permanent. It is temporary. And so, as the walls of that me break down, one expands to fill the whole universe. Nothing is lost and everything is gained. Everything. Because that's the way it is. And that's who we are underneath who we think we are. And the real, real progress is, happens under the radar. You don't get to pat yourself on the back. Wow, this is a really great meditation. I'm really feeling very good these days. This is, I'm able to deal with just about anything now. I think I've made it. This is great. Yes. No. <laughs> More stuff. But 
when that, when that program is running, we're not aware of it. We're just in it. We don't get a vote when you're in it. When you're not in it and you're doing practice, it increases, it decreases the amount of time that you spend lost in your programs or your feelings or all that stuff that grabs us so much. And it's the evaluator that's getting thinned out. And I have a, I have a confession to make. I mope around less than I used to. Really, that's a very big thing. I miss it. Really, sometimes I mope around just for fun. It's such a great feeling. But what are you going to do? I really do mope around less, and uh, what can I say? It's it's a reality. I was born a moper, and uh, it's taken a long time to mope around less, but it's actually happening. I think. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com. K-R-I-S-H-N-A-D-A-S.com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org. K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram.